0: You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you by The Book Guide. We found hell in a beautiful neighborhood. In 1981, Williamsville offered the tastiest real estate in Buffalo, New York. Leafy and friendly, its safe streets were dotted with dainty homes filled with model citizens. Doctors, attorneys, steel plant executives... Dentists and professional football players lived there with their adoring wives and their 2.2 kids. Cars were new, roads swept, possibilities endless. We're talking about a living, breathing American dream. Hell was a corner lot on Paradise Road. That's where we lived in a two-story, four-bedroom, white wooden home with four square pillars framing a front porch that led to the whitest, greenest lawn in Williamsville. We had a vegetable garden out back, and a two-car garage stocked with a 1962 Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud, a 1980 Mercedes 450 SLC, and in the driveway was a sparkling new 1981 black Corvette. Everyone on Paradise Road lived near the top of the food chain. And based on appearances, most of our neighbors thought that we, the so-called happy, well-adjusted Goggins family, were the tip of that spear. But glossy surfaces reflect much more than they reveal. They'd see us most weekday mornings gathered in the driveway at 7 a.m. My dad, Trunus Goggins, wasn't tall, but he was handsome and built like a boxer. He wore tailored suits, his smile warm and open. He looked every bit the successful businessman on his way to work. My mother, Jackie, was 17 years younger, slender and beautiful, and my brother and I were clean-cut, well-dressed in jeans and pastel IZOD shirts and strapped with backpacks just like the other kids the white kids. In our version of affluent America, each driveway was a staging ground for nods and waves before parents and children rode off to work and school. Neighbors saw what they wanted. Nobody probed too deep. Good thing. The truth was the Goggins family had just returned home from another all-nighter in the hood. And if Paradise Road was hell, that meant I lived with the devil himself. As soon as our neighbors shut the door or turned the corner— my father's smile morphed into a scowl. He barked orders and went inside to sleep another one off, but our work wasn't done. My brother, Trunus Jr., and I had somewhere to be, and it was up to our sleepless mother to get us there. I was in first grade in 1981, and I was in a school days for real. Not because the academics were hard, at least not yet, but because I couldn't stay awake. The teacher's sing-song voice was my lullaby, my crossed arms on my desk a comfy pillow, and her sharp words, once she caught me dreaming, an unwelcome alarm clock that wouldn't stop blaring. Children that young are infinite sponges. They soak up language and ideas at warp speed to establish a fundamental foundation upon which most people build lifelong skills, like reading and spelling and basic math. But because I worked nights, I couldn't concentrate on anything most mornings, except trying to stay awake. Recess and P.E. were a whole different minefield. Out on the playground, staying lucid was the easy part. The hard part was the hiding. Couldn't let my shirt slip. Couldn't wear shorts. Bruises were red flags I couldn't show because if I did, I knew I'd catch even more. Still, on that playground and in the classroom, I knew I was safe. For a little while, at least. It was the one place he couldn't reach me. At least not physically my brother went through a similar dance in sixth grade his first year in middle school he had his own wounds to hide and sleep to harvest because once that bell rang real life began the ride from williamsville to the maston district in east buffalo took about a half an hour but it may as well have been a world away